Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. My name is Ron Hurt. I've been a retired uh, engineer now for almost 25 years. I was totally, totally tired. I mean, washed out completely. My upbringing was always on the natural side, uh, medication only if necessary. And so it was just a natural inclination to take balance of nature with the balance of nature. I got my even keel back. But the dramatic difference is endurance. The endurance impressed me more than anything. So I would definitely recommend it to anyone. I wouldn't do without it. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Kate.com. Thanks, you guys. Never before in history did we have to fight with our own country for the security of our own country. The Kate Daly Show starts now. In my 30 years as an agent, I have never witnessed the conditions we are currently facing on the southwest border. This is not a manufactured crisis created by those of us who live uh, and work uh, in the border area. Welcome, Kate Daly Show, Last Hour. How are you? Hopefully good, because it's my favorite day of the week. It's Friday. (laughs) I love Fridays more than life itself. Saturday's too much work, and Sundays, I'm always thinking I need another Saturday, even though I love Sundays, but I just love Fridays. Uh, The excitement's in the air for the weekend uh, that you hope it to be. So welcome to the show, and thank you, Dr. Merrill and Nass, for coming on. I always appreciate doctors who are willing to speak out, because we have too few of them, and I hold them in high esteem. I really do. And I know there, there are many of you in the medical field. When I'm talking about the good doctors, I just want to make you to make you to know that I'm talking about you too. Okay. I know we have good, good people in the medical field. It's just, you're becoming more rare. And that's the point we're always trying to make on the air. Am I right? Yep. So don't think I'm not addressing or recognizing you two out there because I know many of you are getting fired and you're standing up for yourselves and you're doing what's right. And I, I appreciate that. And you're, you're at least fighting and you actually know we have an immune system on the inside of our body. And I <laughs> applaud that. <laughs> yeah. I applaud that. Um, so this hour is going to be a little different. We're going to be talking not about COVID. Thank the Lord. <laughs> I swear to you, I have just had COVID up to here after, I think we're on like 1400 hours now. I'm mm. just... It's a lot. And I really appreciate you always tuning in and always being there for us. And, and uh, what a fantastic audience you are. Um, and by the way, we're hitting 500, half a million listens in five days. I've, we have never seen that before. I thank you for that. That's just beyond what I could ever even fathom. So thank you. And 
In this hour, we have Blanca Flanagan, who is with us and who is former uh, U.S. Customs, right, and Border Border Patrol. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. U.S. Border Patrol, U.S. Border which Patrol. is under Customs and Border Protection. And we're going to be talking about the border, and I cannot wait to talk to you about this. I love boots on the ground. I want to know what exactly is happening. I just, I've been getting emails about tunneling. I've been, I've been getting emails about all kinds of stuff lately. And I have so many questions. I know you do well, too. It's, yeah, and it's actually a, an, a real problem, unlike the disease. Well, know? yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> and if we keep going like we are, the border's not going to be an issue. No one's coming here anymore because we're going to lose our American dream. We're going to lose this country if we're not careful. And, you know, I, I have to laugh when I see the politicians go the border we just can't stop it and people are just coming over and it's just getting overrun you can't have an overrun border unless you want an overrun border that's right kate (laughs) so i'd love to get your thoughts blanc i really appreciate you uh talking about this because so few will well i'm retired now so Mm -hmm. every day is a saturday first of all oh lucky (laughs) (laughs) and second of all uh there's no one you know uh, telling me that uh i can't speak on whatever it is i want to speak on good unlike those poor agents on the border that are being silenced um and unable to tell the world what's really going on Um, what did you observe well uh luckily for me um i retired two years ago before the craziness happened um, it's lucky or unlucky, I guess, because yeah. the craziness happened. But right. um, yeah, and uh, while I was on the border, I mean, it, you know, I started in 1991, so that was quite a long time ago. And it was also before Department of Homeland Security was formed, and there was so many uh, fewer agents on the border, unlike uh, today where we have, you know, mm-hmm. 19,000 plus, and um, there should be about 22, 23,000 on the border, but... Uh, that's another topic for another day. They can't hire enough agents, uh, right. you know, and now they're trying to fire our agents. And um, so what's sad. really, I think what's really happening are the policies that are set in place uh, by the current uh, administration, the Biden administration, um, allowing these migrants to freely walk through the border. Um, yeah. If they can screw something up, they will. That oh should have been gosh. their motto on their on their little posters. If we can screw it up, we surely will, and we'll cause this country to go down in flames. Absolutely. You know, we have what's called a, a push-pull factor. You might hear that a lot um, mm-hmm. on the border, um, where these migrants, um, you know, the push factor might be like a, a, an earthquake, you know, down in Central America that, you know, or, or a, a corrupt government, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where they have legitimate claims to come here, but um, mostly these migrants are coming because of the uh, pull factor, which is, you know, our administration yeah. well, telling them fifty thousand dollars a piece. I, exactly. I'd like to go back over the border and then come back in. Absolutely, it also incentivizes the smugglers to, uh, you know, use this as an opportunity to make money mm-hmm. um, on several fronts. Uh, one is, you know, the, the actual smuggling of these people, taking advantage of these people. And the other is uh, keeping the Border Patrol so busy that, you know, they can smuggle their drugs in in other locations. So, yeah, that's what's going on. That's what's really going on in the border. Yeah, I remember I had a guest on, uh, what was his name? Um, he wrote Alligators in the Moat, and he has a ranch down in, um, oh, whatchamacallit, um, Arizona, I think. And he was saying, you know, they'll throw the drugs over the border <laughs> and they and then the people on the other side that they have will put them in storage units and it's just a free for oh, all yeah. it's yeah. just a free for all all the time absolutely and so i'm sure you're seeing this too i'm sure that you're seeing the free for all and then what is what what is the the temperature if you if you could say you know we always talk about what is the temperature of the people what is the temperature on the border for, with the agents right now 
What, what are they thinking? What's going on? It's really sad, um, Kate. Um, I have many, many friends that are still working and many that are in management positions. Um, and their hands are tied, basically. Um, the boots on the ground, the actual agents that go and arrest people are basically spending their time babysitting um, and processing and, uh, you know, unable to really do their job the way the way we're supposed to, the way we swore an oath to do um, because of the current policies that are, you know, it, Mallorca's, I mean, I've never met the man, but just what I've seen, and, and I, I will never get to meet him because, I, you know, obviously I'm retired, but, you know, just what I've seen of him on TV and what the agents have told me, I mean, he, he's a joke of a leader for DHS. He really is. Well, you know, when you're when you're a joke of a leader, you're only going to hire similar people. So I, it, it just oh, yeah. has all trickled all his down. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody, you know, is a, I don't know, in my 30 years of being in, in service, um, I saw a lot of, uh, you know, when somebody gets in a position of authority, they want to stay there. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is to appease whoever's in charge, they will do. Um, there, there are a lot of people in the Border Patrol that... Um, do not uh, bow down to those types yeah. of uh, authoritarian uh, right. folks. But um, the the recent chief that uh, was, uh, well, he, he, he resigned on his own, but he was basically told to, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got, you've got to go to another area of the, of the agency, uh, resign or retire. Um, and he chose to retire. Um, uh, he was ousted because he was not going to follow uh, the status quo and, you know, buy into all those uh, ridiculous policies those that are the best at their job will usually leave and and that's the sad part for us absolutely um and so on the border you know i can't even imagine what that must be like right now are you surprised that after the course of 25 years that both parties seem to not want that wall up because it doesn't (laughs) seem like doesn't seem like too many politicians actually want they, they they speak a lot about it but they don't actually do much to get it up even when we had the power in the house the senate and the and the um uh, presidency we didn't even do it so what what are your thoughts on that well i there was one president we all know yeah. who that was yes. that, that made every effort uh, yes he did yes he what did what he could do he did a lot kate and yep. uh, just today i was watching a video of uh, of a person that was able to get into a secure area that's not uh, the, the media is not allowed to get into where they show millions and millions of supplies that were going towards that border fence. Uh, but some things that really that, that are heartbreaking um, because it involves the safety of the agents as well as the people that are crossing sure, the border are, sure. you know, tactical lighting, uh, wiring for, for technology that would keep our agents safe and, you know, that would help keep yeah. those people safe. And right now, you know, they're having to work in, in very remote, dark areas where the previous administration, they were almost they were almost done. I mean, but there's lots, empty lots of, of millions and millions of, of equipment, technology, our tax dollars sitting there rotting away. Yeah. Rotting away. And, and who who decided this? Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? He did try. He was doing the efforts he could do because yes. you can only do so much as president. And well, so he, he, he had he, so much against him. Well, you know, he had our own party yes, against him. And yes. that's what that's what I'm talking about is there were so many in the Republican Party that didn't want that wall. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that that's a hot mess. Career politicians. Career politicians. Yeah, and politicians. so how do you feel about after being in the situation? How do you feel about the states shoring up their part of the wall? Well, I kudos to the uh, governors that are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's one governor who uh, everybody knows uh, doesn't care and wants these people sure. across the border so that you know they can probably so they can uh, 
they're going to write into law that, you know, illegal aliens can vote because that's what yeah. they want is they want yeah. future votes. How's that um, Ghislaine Barr syndrome, uh, Governor Gruesome? But anyway, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, so that's my yeah. opinion on why mm-hmm. they want these people, why they're allowing these people to cross the border. Right. Um, and basically what they're doing by allowing these people to cross the border is uh, they're empowering the uh, cartels, mm-hmm. you know, who are making money off these people. Uh, they're putting children in harm's way. Um, yeah, they're using them. Oh my as, gosh, as, Kate! Yes, yeah. you know it, it's it, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, I have a friend I was uh, speaking to recently who was assigned to the uh, Donna uh, mm-hmm. facility where they process people, where they detain people, and uh, he said that uh, in these in these pods, they call them pods, where uh, the capacity is about 200 people. Mm-hmm. They were stuffed with like 600 people. And uh, he said that uh, on one of his shifts, this is just one shift, mind you, and one station or one processing area, he had two juvenile males, five years old, one, one nine, two five-year-olds, come up to him and say that they were getting molested by a 17-year-old that was in the, the pod with them. Um, this turns my stomach. When this agent brought the, this matter to the uh, supervisor on duty, the supervisor, we, we, we wrote, well, I... I I don't work there anymore, so I uh-huh. want to say they write uh, serious incident reports. They're called SIRs. And when the supervisor sent the SIR to the agent who reported this to, to confirm that the information was real, he says, oh, that's not my information, but it was yet another report. So there, he said there was like three different times when he saw this report come in to him accidentally or erroneously by the supervisor, meaning that three other incidents had occurred that night. So that's just mm. this one time, you know? Oh, so these, just, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Heart it really just, is. I, it really is. I, oh, I just, yeah. Well, I, we are going to make it up to them if they give them $450,000 <laughs> a family. Can you, when you guys heard that, I just, I can't even imagine that. And I also wanted to, I know we're going to go to a break here in about 20 seconds, but I, I want to know, you know, as, as you see people very well-dressed and bust in from other countries, uh, and you're seeing sort of the kind of clientele coming through, I, you know, when they were loading up the planes, even with Afghanis and, and Afghanistans, and you were also seeing, you know, a lot of young males coming through, and not a lot of families, surprisingly. The strong ones, right? Uh, yeah. The strong ones, and, yeah. And makes one wonder. And so we'll, we'll be talking about all this in just a moment. And you can call up. I'll take your calls for Blanca if you would like to call up. 888-673-1450. You have a question about the border? She's the one to ask. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, Instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on the, on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean to do that. Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold, and mildew than bleach. 
or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. back to the show. Make sure you get to my uh, homepage on the website because our wonderful sponsors, not only do you have preparewithkate.com, which is um, is your portal into My Patriot Supply so you can get food supply and get it at a, a discounted price. And then also you get to uh, also have it even on a payment plan if you want. So it makes it affordable, but I would suggest getting some food. Please get some food under your belt and, and make sure that I probably shouldn't enter your belt, but in your home um, and make sure that you've got you've got that. And also, um, Dr. Zelenko has a supplement where he combines quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin C, um, all of the all those good ones into one supplement. I would suggest getting that as well. Um, and I would suggest probably ordering some extra because of supply issues. And then also on that same note, get the hand sanitizer I keep talking about. You can still grab it for 45 bucks rather than $250. And it is a hand sanitizing system, and you can make umpteen bottles with it. And it's uh, concentrated, so you can make the bottles when you need them. But it has no alcohol, no stickiness, no smell. It doesn't dry your hands out. It's actually like a moisturizer. Isn't that crazy? It's it's such a, a neat, innovative product, and it doubles as wound care. And I have to say that is, you need that on your shelf. You don't have a product like that on your shelf, I promise. And you need one on your on your food storage shelf, and then you can be using it every day too. Um, our guest uh, Blanca Flanagan is uh, is former Border Patrol, and I am excited to have her in. And it's a pleasure to meet her actually in person. She's in studio and. Let me just tell you, we have a lot of issues going on on the border, and I know you know that. We're all aware. But we want to talk about an even more specific question. So if you have a question to ask, please call 888-673-1450, 888-673-1450, and we'll, and we'll get your uh, question right to her. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Did the state of Texas fill in the gaps and uh, prepped for uncompleted portions of the new wall? Um, hi, I I can't say with 100% certainty, um, but I know that they were uh, attempting to do so. Um, they they do face some challenges. Um, you know, every area of the border is uh, privately owned, and so everybody has to cooperate. But I know that the governor is very strong in doing so. Well, uh, Bianca Blanca Blanca Blanca. Uh, that's eminent domain, so they can just shut up. And as far as China goes, <laughs> that is treason. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. 888-673-1450. How well, much danger are the agents in with all these policy changes and the number of people crossing the border? Is there a lot of violence involved? Or I, I would... Uh, very easily say that every night there's some sort of incident. Uh, 
there's several sectors on the border, so some are more violent than others. It depends on you know the area, obviously. But um, yeah, I, th- it's very dangerous to work on the border. Um, you know, you asked me earlier what the agents were feeling about. Yeah. You know, what their feeling was towards towards what's happening. Um, Kate, I would honestly say that COVID is probably not their first priority. It's not what they're thinking mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of them are concerned and worried about um, their jobs. Yeah. Uh, if they're going to be able to keep their jobs. Um, a lot of them are worried about, um, you know, the time that they spend on the border. Uh, it, it, uh, border Patrol agents work what's called um, AUO, mm-hmm. uh, Administratively Uncontrollable Overtime. And I'm sure they're putting in a lot of hours that they don't get compensated for. Hmm. Um, but um, they're 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 out there, as I mentioned earlier, you know, where they could have this technology, where they could have this lighting, uh, where they could have secure areas and concentrate on areas that can't be secured by a fence or by technology. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're having to sit in processing facilities or uh, babysit illegal aliens who you know are criminals that have that are hospitalized or uh, you know processing. It's 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 they're not they're not free to do their jobs. They're they're. They're, they didn't sign up to be babysitters, and they didn't sign up to be security guards. Uh, they, yeah. they signed up to patrol the border and enforce the point. immigration laws. That's a good point. Well, how do they feel when when they're uh, uh, when the government decides they want to send in national guard troops and and other agencies? Does that bother them to have to work with people who weren't trained to work the border? Well, I can tell you from personal experience, um, I've worked on the border with, alongside with National Guard, and we always welcomed their help because they they serve many in many mm-hmm. capacities. Sure. Um, they don't necessarily have to be armed and you know humping the canyons with us. Right, but it's a body, um, somebody trained that can help. Yes, mm-hmm. we have we have a lot of technology that they can run. You know, they, we have the scope trucks, we have sensor calls, uh, we have repairs that need to be made. You know, mm-hmm. it's so funny. Um, we we our agents are actually assigned to repair border fences. Uh, you know, our agents are assigned to repair radios that go wrong or right. wiring that goes wrong. I mean, it's ridiculous the things that we do as Border Patrol agents. Um, but these uh, National Guardsmen, you know, they they can drive transport vans and transport illegal aliens for us. They can sit and stay with the aliens like, uh, you know, like we would sit and stay with an alien. Um, they can render first aid. You know, there's a lot of lot of things they can do that don't require the arrest of an illegal alien. All right. So, let's yes, take we a, absolutely love it. Let's take a caller. Go right ahead, caller. My question is, is we've got all sorts of people who are losing their jobs in the military. Why can't we enlist them as some manner of militia and have it funded through the states in order to relieve the pressures on the border and seal that sucker up? There you go. Well, there's an idea. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I'm sure that runs, that thought runs through a lot of people's oh, minds. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what about the fraud and waste? I mean... I can't even begin to imagine. I government as a whole is a fraud and waste, but I can't even imagine like what's going on on the border, too. Well, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm I, I'm happy to send that video to you uh, because it is closed off to media. So you know, America mm-hmm. is not getting to see what's being wasted. It, it's it's dreadful. It's just awful. Uh, it's it's. I'm angry about it. My mm-hmm. tax dollars go right, towards right. it. You know, uh, it could be 
put to right. it, it could actually be completed the job could be completed yeah. and they'd have secure borders and the agents would be safe and yeah. the people that are crossing the border i i mean i'm not an advocate for these people to cross the border but if they're going to you know let let's everybody be safer about it right 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 um, but then the politicians wouldn't get the kickbacks that they get from <laughs> oh all the drugs gosh. coming over and that would be a problem and like so, politicians <laughs> on both sides mind you because yeah. people are not asking the question how these aliens are coming through an you know a, an area that spans from like alaska to the yeah. southern tip of texas you know, uh-huh. they're yeah. not walking. Jesus, I couldn't walk the state of Utah, let alone, you know, and I'm pretty healthy. But, right, yeah. right, you know, yeah. uh, so so well, how how is this happening? Well, you know, they're getting they're getting uh, the cartels are, are busting them up. You know, mm-hmm. the the politicians down in the in the Central American countries and even Mexico, I'm sure, yeah. you know, are are uh, uh, they call they it they call it the mordida, the bite, you know, the. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're dipping into that that cash flow. Well, so they're getting rich off these people. They don't and, look like they they're pretty haggard from no. the long walk. No. And let me just say this, because I think this is so important to get across, is that these people are not coming from Haiti. You know, they're not they're coming from other countries where they've already established themselves. So they're not it's a third country. It's not like, you know, for for political asylum, they have to have. You know, come from the just because we call them Haitians does not mean correct. they're coming directly from correct, there. and mm-hmm. not just the Haitians, but you know Every, anybody yeah. that's not Mex- from Mexico mm-hmm. and is claiming political asylum and went through Mexico and should, so should not come into the United States. Like that's but, that's what Trump did for us. That was so fabulous. Is that he made it policy that they would have to wait out their their political asylum claim in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. oh that reduced the amount of people coming through the border. Uh, Tremendously. And now, because, you know, the administration, the Biden administration lifted that, now that's why you have the influx of people coming. Not to mention, I mean, they practically said, come, you know, come. Oh, yeah. So why not? Claim your cash, (laughs) get over, we'll help you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, it's just so tremendously sad because Mexico just seems to be so in on it and letting them through because they could have stopped them at their border. They could have the border problem right there. Well, Kate, they did when Trump was in office. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Because because they had an incentive to do so, right, where this administration is not giving them any reason to do so. I just... Anyway, it, it, it is amazing. And then the COVID testing. So they're they're testing positive, which in our country, because we're not even talking about COVID as a thing, we're talking about the test and, and how we treat it. So we in the United States, we treat it like it's the plague. And on the border, how do we treat it? Uh, well, <laughs> when they test positive down there, they don't treat it. I mean, you know, I, I've seen pictures of cases of files, matter. immigrant files that, you know, were were people have tested positive for covid mm-hmm. but already released and so they can't you know they can't complete the processing yeah. they don't even have a contact uh, a contact for them like a, a point of contact or an address right. a legal address of any kind to, to be able to reach them so where are these people that's a good question to ask yourself you know where are these people they're Ooh. coming to a neighborhood near you yeah. So speaking of where are the people and correct me if i'm wrong but it's my understanding that part of the Border Patrol's mission is deportation. And if the policies get turned around, are we going to be able to round any of these people up and get them deported? <laughs> well, once once they're out of Border Patrol custody, which is Customs and Border Protection, they go to the... Um, to ICE, and mm-hmm. ICE is the one that will gather them up if they can, if they can find them, or... Uh, uh, finish the the deportation process once they've had their day in court um but 
how do you do that with somebody you didn't even get a legal name for or yeah, proper yeah. identification for, it's, you know, because they come in as Juan Valdez and now they're, yeah. you know, yeah. James Johns yeah. or something, you know, Ricky like from the Lucy show. Right. I mean, it's getting ridiculous, right? right? So they, they do this whole thing, don't they, where they go, yeah, okay, so we're, we're sufficing with the court. Yeah, yeah, there's a court date, but we're never going to come find you for it. And we don't really care. Right. So it's like a don't, don't see, don't tell, don't whatever. I mean, they're just like, it's like a whatever policy. Yeah. Right, and, and I think the government is, and I don't mean the government as in the border patrol because the border patrol, uh, I love the border patrol. Yeah. You know, they're very hardworking men and women, sure. and uh, you know, they they if they their hands are tied by this, their hands are tied. Yeah. But you know, I'm talking a bigger government like Mayorkas uh, yeah. and 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 the Biden administration. Um, they uh, close their eyes to the fact that these people come in illegally. Um, they they do testing and. Uh, before the tests come back, they're uh, gone. And why are they gone? Because uh, it looks bad to have, mm-hmm. you know, eight, you saw pictures of 8,000 plus people under a bridge being detained, right? But that looks bad. So they don't want that. So they manipulate, they manipulate everything. They manipulate the numbers. But uh, this might come to you as a surprise, but they've been doing this forever. I mean, even yeah. as a young agent, when, when they were running through the border, right at, right at the uh, the border entrance, when they were running up the highways. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember those days, yeah. right? Where we we had an, an assignment that we'd have to go count to how many illegal aliens were on the highway, right? <sighs> and so we'd come back to our respective stations uh, with a with a number. Tr- uh, sheet uh, in pencil. We had to do it in pencil, <laughs> and we and we'd yeah. get the look. You know, we'd get the um, these. No, these yeah, are not you right. You can't even sign a check in pencil oh, in yeah. America. That's in pencil. In pencil, and you know, and they want if if they want it to be a lot of aliens, then they then you have to have a lot of aliens, and if they want to want the numbers down, uh, then the numbers go down. So they, they manipulate everything. Data is manipulated like crazy. I just can't. I bet you can't blame that on so the on the open. Biden administration. That was yeah. going on a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, well, we're going to come right back. Don't go anywhere. But uh, you can call up 888-673-1450. Do you have questions about the border that you would like answered? I have Blanca Flanagan, former uh, Border Patrol, uh, with us today, and so you can absolutely ask questions. 888-673-1450. We're live, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. After a hard day, I'm safe at home. Fooling with my baby on the telephone. Out of nowhere, somebody cuts in and says, Hmm, you in some trouble, boy. show on a Friday and uh, happy to have our guest. What a show today, huh? Yep. Um, really, truly. Uh, so grateful. And of course, uh, Blanca Flanagan's with us and she is former uh, Border Patrol. So you can ask questions. Isn't that great? And I love it. Uh, 888-673-1450. Also, uh, the great sponsors of this show, MyPillow and uh, um, Balance of Nature. What fantastic sponsors I have. And let me just say, uh, True Patriots. Uh, fantastic products. Uh, use the code Kate, and you're going to get fantastic products. And I only I handpick them. 
I hand pick who's on this show. And uh, and that's because usually they're true true patriots. That's why. So I just want you guys to know the caliber of the companies and and also the products. And it's always products I use, always. So um, so I I encourage you to go to the bottom of my homepage and look for those sponsors and support them. So our guest uh, Blanca Flanagan, so happy to have you in. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Thanks it's a pleasure for, to be here. Truly, thanks for answering questions and and you know being forthright with this information because a lot of people wonder what it would be like to be a border patrol agent right now. It'd be very difficult right now. I can't imagine. That's it's tough. tough. Yeah. 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 I thank God every day I'm retired, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I do get you know most on a daily basis I get some former friend or agent uh, with you know, concerns mm-hmm. regarding their current status right now. Right. Um, they're, they're in a very hard position, um, just having to decide whether to, uh, take a, an experimental drug, uh, and, uh, deal with the consequences of that or, uh, lose their job right. basically. Um, I can't, it's just, uh, yeah, I can't believe this is going on in America and, uh, so you've made it very clear that you love the Border Patrol. Yes, I do. And it was your career. Uh, would, do you, would you feel comfortable still today recommending to some younger people to be, become part of the Border Patrol? Well, I, I have to tell you that um, this is the craziest uh, and I, I say this like the, the world has gone crazy, right? Not just the Border Patrol. Yeah. I've never seen things this bad and the morale this bad. Um, but I, I have seen in my 30 years of being in service, not Border Patrol, but just uh, in my entire service with the government, um, things get bad. You know, you have your good waves uh, and you ride the good waves and then, you know, you, you, you get dunked in the water coming out of the water. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, it it. it, it it gets better, and then it gets bad again. It gets yeah, better, and yeah. they get bad. So, yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend on the border um, who has uh, a dilemma right now about taking the shot, um, and he told me that um, they created a system called the um, – it's a, it's a vaccination data system where the agents – it's VSS, a vaccine, vaccine status system, where the agents – under violation of HIPAA, you know, mm-hmm. uh, have mm-hmm. to enter their information on their vaccine status. Um, so we have about, as I mentioned earlier, about 19,000 Border Patrol agents, uh, but Customs and Border Protection has about 60,000 combined uh, agents and officers okay. that are required to submit their information in this database. Um, and uh, what was found out was that two-thirds of the force meaning 40,000 approximately, uh, did not comply with this. Right. And what does that tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's... How many How many compared to the population? Uh, well, 60,000 uh, agents and officers and only about 20 complied with this uh, database that they're supposed to enter their vaccine information in. That's the kind of thing that has to continually be made public. Yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yes. Gives me um, hope. I, well, you know, it's it's a very interesting stat, and uh, along those lines, uh, I have a friend out there that you know I asked um, him what he would like to convey via me and mm-hmm. via, through your radio station to to the public. Um, and it's, one of the things that he uh, told me was that he's he's very surprised that whenever they have a, a, a media person or you know a newspaper go out and to visit. 
do tours of the border, or whatever. You know, they get the the dog and pony show, right? They go yeah, they go right. to the specified places and red carpet treatment and all, but they don't get to talk to the agents, who would be really honest if given the opportunity <laughs> and some anonymity. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So he said to me, you know, I wish the media would speak to agents mm-hmm. on you know boots on the ground that know what's going on, and you know if they were to you know give them some anonymity, they would be very honest, and the world would know what's going on because right now they don't. Let's take a trip, Kate. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. No, you're right about that. I think you. I think you'd really enjoy it. In fact, you know. In fact, he even joked about you know they just need to go to the local bar. There's always a border patrol agent in one of the local bars on the border. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Buy him a pint of beer, you know, and yeah. they'd be okay, willing to talk. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Uh, it, it's a sad situation right now. Um, you know, you've got right. You know, the the majority of the agents are you know you know, young agents and they have families to feed, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like our military, you know, they, the hospitals, yes. hospitals are getting rid of hospitals. the RNs that will stand up to the doctors, the ones that you want in there and, and, and taking the young kids because they're unexperienced manipulated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes, Uncle Milty, I highly recommend this job. It's been a wonderful career for me. Um, I started in 1991 on the San Diego border and I've been to all borders, the Northern Southern coastal and even at our headquarters. What had the most problems? I would say, I would say the southern border and then the coastal border is pretty bad too. People don't realize the the trafficking that goes on there of aliens, illegal aliens, but mostly drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it hasn't changed much. It's just been kept a better secret, I mm-hmm. guess. And the government doesn't care. They don't. You know, they have the same manpower they've had. They have like a hundred agents uh, that patrol the coastal waters. Uh, it's it, it's ridiculous. And you know, you're talking about. Uh, you know, from California, the tip of California to the bottom of Texas, uh, of coastal uh, waters where, mm-hmm. you know, immigrants come in via boat and, yep. right, right. you know, they just have to touch a rock and they're here. Yeah. Submarine, oh, little, sub, yeah. little tiny submarines that they get into. Yep. Right. And, and airplanes, they come in airplanes and, and bring the drugs in airplanes and, you know, yeah. It's, Don't you guys remember the movie with Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of that's true. Oh, that was right. That was in Clinton's Arkansas, right? Uh, Mina, Arkansas. Yeah. It starts somewhere. <sighs> that's where they somewhere. flew into. Um, so it's, you know, what do you see? What do you see in the next three years of this madness? What do you see? What do you see happening? Well, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that... Uh, we take the Senate back and the House back and, mm-hmm. you know, eventually the White House, because that's the only way we're going to see change. Um, I think President Trump had a lot of momentum it, in spite of all the challenges and, and uh, roadblocks that he faced. Yeah. Um, he, he was heading in the right direction as far as our borders go and many other aspects of, right, of his right. leadership. But uh, it, pertaining to the border um i think he was going in the right direction and i and i am not anti-immigrants uh, um my mother was an immigrant i don't think anyone is i don't, i've never met a single soul no. that's anti-immigrant no. i think i think rightfully so yeah. people should be vetted when coming into a country absolutely and yeah and, and then not just that, that but but you know all these sanctuary cities that you know mm-hmm. they they uh, they hide and harbor uh criminals mm-hmm. that i'm against you know if yep. you break the law and you're in this country you know yeah you need to be arrested and you need to be deported. Right. I agree with you. And and truly, honest, bottom of my heart, we're all immigrants. We all come from immigrant families. We can all understand what it's like to want to come someplace different and experience what we have. 
And so no one I know that's ever been against that. But isn't that funny that that is sort of the left as you're just anti, you know? Of course, of course. And, it, and it's so frustrating because you have every right. Other countries can vet, but we can't. We can't. We're not allowed to for some reason. Well, Our melting pot, we're not allowed. That's exactly one of the big problems. Other countries have much stricter laws yeah. for immigration, and they enforce them. Right. Absolutely. We're not allowed to enforce well, our laws. That's where libertarians and I part ways is because well it's just just an invisible line yeah. no it's not no. you're you're either doing a crime in america or you're doing a crime in mexico which legal system do you want to deal with because i promise <laughs> you there is a line on the ground even though you can't see it of what what system you have to go through right and so there is a line i mean that is the most this is the stupidest explanation. There's no line. We're all free. And we're all... No, we're not. You, you get governed by certain laws. Yes. And so, we have li- a section of liberty here that people don't have in a constitution if we can find judges that will understand mm-hmm. that. <laughs> right? So, Kate, um, one of the duties I had as a Border Patrol agent, I was assigned to headquarters in Washington. I was the tunnel detection. Um, Ooh, I want to talk about tunnels for a second. Yeah, I, I, was, I ran the program for Customs and Border Protection okay. in our Washington office. And so, you know, our, our job was to find uh, detection technology to find those tunnels that were being built, right? So how many of those are going on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, the, the sophisticated ones, uh, you know, they're, they're a handful because they mm-hmm. cost in the millions to build, right? And, you know, but um, there's lots of little little ones that they they may call them. I got an email about atomic bomb parts and things like that that they're trying to Well, find. that goes to my point about, you know, people are not focusing. It's like, here's a shiny thing. Look at this. But they're not thinking about how our national security is being affected by all of this. That is that's yeah. what keeps me up at night, because that is the people just don't know. They don't yeah. know. So we've got a lot of tunnels and a lot of different types of things, even other than drugs going through those tunnels. Well, you know, it's, well, so why I bring this up to say, as you said about other countries and how they, how they, mm-hmm. um, enforce their laws. Um, I, while in DC and I was at a, a meeting with, with foreign partners mm-hmm. and one of the foreign partners, uh, was was trying to sell us on the idea of a of a detection technology that they were using, um, mm-hmm. and that detection technology um, had bomb capabilities, so blow up explosive capabilities. Mm-hmm. And so I said to him, um, "Well, so how do you know it works?" And he says, "Well, we don't, because when it goes off, we just blow it up." Right. So. Can you imagine? And people think we're harsh at the border. Yeah. You know, it's like, we just blow them up. No, yeah. isn't that amazing? That yeah. Is no, yeah, we, we're the friendliest something. borders ever. I mean, we really right. are. We right. really are. And you know, it's funny that other countries, you know, can put up a, a fence, no problem. They can put up a an electric fence, no problem. And our country, we're not allowed to here. Oh, I no. mean, and, you know, and, and we never talk about those other countries or or give the, the same dialogue to it that, they, that we would in describing them. It's okay for them, but not for us. I always find that amusing using and we're not allowed to vet and I, I agree sometimes maybe the process could be more streamlined but at the same time our founders wanted to make sure people weren't taking their country with them when they came over here right right and so there's something very much to that it's very hard to get that out of your system as well there's a reason for vetting yes. and uh, oh yes absolutely you love your country enough to vet I, I hey i vet at my front door there i don't just let everybody in i don't not have a front door i make yeah. sure i vet who comes in my front door for a reason well it's no secret that we have enemies uh and yeah. they're going yep. to get to us any way they can right and our agents are uh some of the best law enforcement um in the world and you know they find those criminals and they dig deep and each one of our border patrol sectors we have 20 of them on the border and each one has an intelligence unit 
where you have dedicated agents to, uh, you know, taking notes yeah. basically whenever somebody's arrested right. and they put the they, they connect the dots and find out where these people are coming, who's paying for them to to come yeah. up, yeah. and you know, and if they're here to cause us harm. And we've we've identified. Uh, I, I say we because I was part of an intel unit, or two, two of them actually, um, but uh, we've identified um, terrorists, mm-hmm. and you know, right. thank God that we are able to do that because you know they will they will get in they will mm-hmm. get in uh, they're gonna get in and they don't yep. look like anything you you know there's no there's no uh, they don't is, wear a sign yeah. Yeah. no there's, there's no so sign indicating things. that they're terrorists but there's, they will get in there's so many things <clears throat> not being said like the banks in America that like to launder the cash coming over it like rhyming with like Bell's cargo you know <laughs> there's so many things about the border problems that never yeah. get talked about right and I don't and, say that to right. scare anybody or you know I I, yeah. I just want people to, to understand that it's not it's not just complex. COVID. It's, it's not complex. just about you know, you know, being kind and generous as a country and letting oh, people. Geez. I'm it's, so it, tired of that. Uh, yeah, we yeah. fund the world. I think that's pretty kind and generous. Yeah, right. It'll take another nine eleven before people wake up again. You know, it's it's unfortunate mm-hmm. and sad, but people, you know, the, the kids that are oh, going to be one. voting today are, you know, mm-hmm. they were in diapers when that happened. Yep. So right. you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna remember. But sadly. Yeah. Sadly. And we're not allowed to teach history in schools anymore. So. Yeah. Well, critical race theory is <laughs> on, though. Yeah. yeah. If you're white, watch out. I mean, that's that's how lunatic it is. But there's always hope. There's always hope. And um, we just have to remember that. And we just have to remember that we can deal with these things if we know the truth, if we understand what's actually happening. you got to understand the game being played to even be able to yep. mount something that will help, right? Really, truly help. So truth's important. I appreciate you for coming in. Thank you for having me. This is, this has been great. That's really, I, I'm just, I'm just glad you did because not too many will. And, you know, and I understand, I I get it, but I just applaud you. So thank you for that. And I'll have you back so we can even discuss further and and take even more questions and and everything else. Thank you. It goes so quick, does it not? Yes, it it does. so fast. (laughs) Told you. Yeah. And uh, be faithful, be fearless, go get the podcast, share, share, share. You know, those videos, I are the audio I did with all the clips that's being viral. That's viral. It's being shared like crazy right now. And I really appreciate you you guys doing that. Thank you. I've got the most amazing audience on the planet. Thank you. And uh, Uncle Milty, thanks. Yep. Blanca, thank you. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back here Monday. Hopefully, Catherine Austin Fitz joins us next week. A lot of great guests next week. And, of course, like I said, be faithful, be fearless, and see you back here Monday.